0: Take a step back to a bygone age when everything was simply better. Better than now. Now is shit, and 40 years ago was so much better. It's nostalgia time. We only had one leg back in them days. We was grateful for it, and made best of it. 24th of August, 6pm till 7pm. That was my turn to use it. And I'd spend the whole time up in round Back Garden. Neighbours' kids would all hand walk round me, cheering me on. Back then, we only had one television channel. And television had to face the wall because we were frightened on it. Back in those days, stairs didn't reach landing, and we had to jump the gap at the top. Many was the night me and my brother would fall down into coalhouse and have to sleep there. That was the law. Mum would let us out at first light and give us a going over with the lime ropes. The friction burns never fully healed. And even now at the age of 86 I still jump to the landing. Only now when I fall it's straight back down the stairs. Back when I were a lad you could leave your door standing wide open. And the worst that would happen is you'd get a tribe of shite goblins trying to move in. Me and me brother would take turns bursting them with a yard brush. Our mum stopped redecorating after a while and just sobbed in the corner instead. Hey, how we used to laugh. We used to drink from a horse too. Happy days. Of course back then the internet was in black and white and you could only use it for 15 minutes a week before the next house had to use it. We used to get dressed up in our Sunday best for internet time. When you disconnected it played the national anthem and you had to stand up and sing with your hand on your heart. Or else the local Bobby would give you a clip round the nips. Course 15 minutes a day wasn't long enough to browse Wikipedia, so we used to get our facts from Fact Man. He used to come round, tap on your window with Big Stick, and scream a fact at you. He also molested me repeatedly for a decade, but never did me any harm. And the summer back then, he... So what, that 68% of the population were ended to ash? You either remembered your solar deflection matrix or your light cat Stop right there, traveller. What right have you to traverse the Warlock's Woods? Have you not heard of the tales of the infamous warlock who slaughters all who trespass through his forest? A warlock? What's one of them then? Me? I'm the warlock. Is that a homeless person or something? A warlock is an advanced magic user who uses his powers for evil. Warlocks often draw their power from performing a forbidden pact with a demon or other magical creature,
1: like a witch.
0: No, which is a female whereas warlocks are strictly male practitioners. So, you're a type of wizard then? Fuck off! A wizard is a general, gender non specific term for magically aligned people of all types. A collective word rather than a particular class or a variety of magic user. Is that like a sorcerer? <sighs> Sorcerers are paranormally aligned and don't necessarily have the ability to cast traditional magic spells. They can influence events from behind the scenes and bring things forth into the mortal realm. Really? I thought that was an
1: enchantress. <sighs>
0: Enchantresses alter the physical properties of an object or a person. For example, turning someone into a frog. That's a conjurer, isn't it? Fuck's sake! No, a conjurer manifests items from parallel planes of existence or forces them into existence through the innate ability alone. These items would be inanimate objects. So, how are they any different from a summoner? Summoners are able to bring creatures, demons or even people into our realm. Now, that sounds like a necromancer to me. No! Necromancers bring back the dead! They don't bring spirit back from the other side, they raise soulless shells from their graves who mindlessly serve their necromancer as an undead legion. Aren't they similar to pyromancers? Pyromancers can read
1: the future through the flames, so no! So what about someone who can wield fire? That's a pyrokinetic, an important difference. So where do mages fit into all this? A mage is someone who has mastered a narrow branch of supernatural magic. And um, what about arch Do they have to stay under
0: bridges? An archmage is merely a title as opposed to a specific class. Additionally, mages often come in differing varieties, black, white and red. Could a white mage also be a cleric? Clerics are mostly defensive, who can use minor healing spells and status buffs. But they are much more physical than other magic users and tend to rely on physical offence.
1: Does an illusionist count as a magic user?
0: Often not, unless they are creating a mirage, altering the senses or creating distracting noises from nothing. In many cases, though, illusionists are using tricks rather than actual spells. So what's a thermoturge? Do they control your central heating? No. A thaumaturge is a miracle worker. They have more in common with genies, to be frank. Well, I have to say, I've learned a lot from this session. Good. Perhaps now you'll give me the proper respect in future and address me correctly. I'll be sure to do that. See you later, then. Make sure you do the proper reading. Pages 5 through 20. Will do. There'll be a test next week.
1: Good day. All right, Miller. All right there, James. Ask tricks? Ah, uh, you know. I was infused to hear that Captain Cook has discovered the countries Australia and New Zealand very recently. You? I got one of them spinning jennies you told me about. Oh, yeah. How are you getting on? Well, see for you sen. dizzy. She's really going for it. Can't fault her work ethic, to be honest. She's been spinning around like that for nearly three hours now. That can't be good for the brain.
2: I could do this all day. Whee!
1: How's it going over there, Jenny?
2: I feel great. Lighter than air.
1: And she'll do that all day? Yep, until I ask her to stop. All right, Jenny, that's enough for now.
2: Oh, is it break time?
1: That's right. Come and get some barley water.
2: Ow! Oof! Ow! Oof! Why is everything crashing into me?
1: There you are. Once you've had that, you might want to go and have a lie down for ten minutes.
2: Thanks, Mr Miller. Am I doing a good job today?
1: Spectacular. Now, on you go.
2: Alright. I can't wait to start again, though.
1: So, how's your yield? (sighs) It's not great, if I'm honest. We haven't produced any cloth since she came in. I'm this close to closing the factory. Shame. I really thought she'd turn your fortunes around. If anything, the worst, James. I just don't have the art to tell her.
3: (laughs) It's time to kick bubblegum and chew ass.
0: And I'm all out of ass. We've reached that point in the broadcast where we go over live to Arch Speaker, Jacoby Goodclone, with The Monster Forecast. Halla, walla. Things are looking mildly grim this evening, with the advance of the Dire Legion of the Undead now having reached Hampton's Staircase. All previous advice about silver crosses, hallowed ground and generally ignoring them have proven to be ineffective. We are now advising supplication and requests for clemency. An enraged Minotaur has been spotted in the Arndale centre of Wogglesworth Latch. Do not approach or goad with crockery, this will only worsen the situation. A wave of mutant firstborn has been reported throughout the southwest. The Department of Prophets and Diviners are presently scrying to see if this is the previously prayed for race of super-warriors, or a demonic incursion that will require 100% extermination. Those who have become spontaneously pregnant in the last month, please report to your local shaman. That's all for today, there's just time to take a look at the photos you've been sending in from around the country. Pentagrams and blood. Just gallons of the stuff. This really does need to stop, and the psychic imprint from your letters has been read and traced.
1: Ah, Mr. Albert Itchcock. Pleasure to meet you, sir.
0: Oh, it's like
1: having pins and needles. Take a seat. Please.
0: What fabric is this chair? It's very scratchy. Oh! Oh, Just won't go. I've tried everything. I swear it's sending me completely psycho. Great. Well, as you know, we want you to
1: direct our new film. It's a thriller, so it should be very much in your wheelhouse. You are the master of suspense, after all. Gordon Bennett, it's like being
0: tickled with a static wand.
1: Is there anything I can get you?
0: Itch me. Down there. What? Your left kneecap? No. A bit further north by northwest.
1: I'm not doing that.
0: Can we get back to the film?
1: Ooh. Ooh, ooh! ooh, So, we'd like you to bring a bit of the same magic you brought to your last picture. Oh, it's sending me
0: into a frenzy. Well, I'm pleased you're excited about it. Oh, It's like my pleasure garden is on fire.
1: Do you, uh, do you need to see a doctor?
0: No. Get me some birdseed. What do you
1: need birdseed
0: for? So I can release the birds and have them peck
1: me for sweet relief. That's a bit weird. Um I don't have any, but maybe my secretary does?
0: But that's 39 steps away. I don't think I'll last. Is that water cold? Yes. Then throw it on my lap. Cool my loins. Ah... Hmm, that's better. Please don't tell anyone about this. You're already the man who knew too much. Good.
1: Can we get back to the film now?
0: Oh, it's coming back, I confess.
1: I really think you need to see a professional about this.
0: Seeing a professional is how I got this in the first place. For you see, that's the trouble with Harry. I'm just afraid you're going to injure yourself. Oh, 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 it's unbearable. Is that I- an ivy-bush I see out your rear window? Er, uh, yes, I think so. Then excuse me. I hope we're not too high up, or else I'll get vertigo. Mr. Hitchcock, no! Are you all right? Ah, that's soothing it
1: now, thank you. Mr. Hitchcock, I don't think poison ivy will be good for your crotch.
0: Oh, I know, but it feels so right. Without a shadow of a doubt, this is the best feeling ever.
1: Hello, Sandra. Yeah, we're gonna need Steve Burton instead, please.
0: I'm here about your pest problem.
2: Yes, my husband's just through here.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not going to exterminate your husband. Who is it, darlings? Wow, that's the biggest cockroach I've ever seen.
2: So will you need to put up one of those tent thingies or
0: Welcome to Tesmart. To begin the checkout procedure, please scan your first item. <coughs> item one spaghetti hoops. Please place your item in the bag. Please scan your next item. <coughs> item one bulbous aubergine. Please place your item in the bag. Please scan your next item. Item. Three bottles of baby oil. Possibly for lubrication. Please place your item in the bag. That was a bottle of bleach. Please put your baby oil in the bag! Okay, okay. Please scan your next item. Item. One novelty inflatable sex doll moulded in the image of Edwina Curry. Please place the item in your bag. No, it isn't.
1: It's a head of lettuce.
0: Please place your embarrassing sex doll in the bag. You have pressed call for help. Would you like to do that now? Yes. Go ahead, then. Help? Thank you. Your request for help has been logged and an assistant will be with you shortly. Estimated waiting time, 3 hours and 45 minutes. Would you like to continue while you wait? Please scan your next item. One pack of novelty condoms. Flavors include vanilla, raspberry, granola and steak and ale. Please place the item in the bag. Stupid thing! Please place your delicious condoms in the bag! Fine! Just keep your voice down, will you? My voice modulator is currently malfunctioning. I'm afraid the volume control is broken. Please place your sexy objects in the bag and scan your next item. One diamante encrusted butt plug, size extra large, suitable for butts of elephantine proportions. Please place your item in the bag. It's just a bottle of ginger ale. Please place the butt plug in the bag before you place it in your anal passage.
1: I'll cover your speakers
0: if you keep this up. Alert! Alert! Customer at automated checkout number three is tampering with the machine. What? No, I, I was just... Sir, please come with me. Thank you for shopping at Tesmas. We hope you have a wonderful day. Roll up, roll up, you've seen a plane fly. You've seen a dragon fly. You've probably even seen an elephant fly. But I'll bet you've never seen a house fly. Hmm. Now I see why this wouldn't be entertaining. As you can see, our operation here is tight. The client takes his security very seriously and has demanded that no one gets onto the property undetected. We have an armed guard on every corner, each armed with torches, attack dogs and tasers. CCTV cameras are installed throughout the compound and surrounding grounds, all of which is monitored from the guardhouse. The windows and doors have metallic shutters, so when the client is not at home or is sleeping, they stay shut and locked at all times. If that wasn't enough, laser tripwires ensure that any unexpected movement is detected and all personnel on site are alerted immediately. These revert to the emergency generator if there is a power cut. But just in case, I'll show you the utility cupboard, in case you need the fuse box, in the highly unlikely scenario that... uh...
1: Hello? Don't mind me. Hands up, who are you? Don't worry, just pretend I'm not here. How did you get in here? It's a bit of an odd story, so I won't bore you with it. I'll just
0: leave you to it.
2: See ya! Shouldn't we stop him?
0: If he got past all that security, I'm not sure I want to mess with him.
2: So, as this graph indicates, productivity has been slightly up this month, which is cause to celebrate. What's that noise? Ollie? Why do you have some sort of toy unicycle strapped to your face? Introducing the all
0: new chin wheel! The toy that alleviates chin based boredom.
2: Why are you talking like
0: that? Simply strap the chin wheel to the underside of your jowls and pretend your head is pulling off sweet jumps and wheelies. Perfect for any tabled surface.
2: You're leaving tyre marks on the conference table?
0: The chin wheel! Perfect for those snooze-inducing situations such as board meetings, mind-numbing desk-based labour, or basically anything in an office environment.
2: I don't appreciate you describing your work as snooze-inducing.
0: Not only that, the chin wheel has a variety of fun applications. Thanks to the colour-coded spokes, you can spin the wheel for a rousing game of Spin the Wheel.
2: I'll ask you to stop doing that.
0: And it's landed on forfeit. Pick up a forfeit card.
2: No. I'll do
0: it for you. You have to hop on your left foot while reciting all 102 counties in the United Kingdom. Go.
2: Oh, um, Ayrshire... Buckinghamshire, Bedfordshire... Come on, hop! Come on! Wait, what am I doing? No! Stop this at once! Would you like to spin the wheel instead? Kind of, but no! No, this is a place of work, not a place of crazy chin-wheel games! Trust me,
0: everyone's going to have one of these bad boys by the end of the week.
2: I don't care. I'll ban them if I have to. Now, if we can go back to the graph...
0: The chin-wheel! But when you just need to wheel yourself away from boring meetings, oil not included.
2: Wait, where do you think you're going? And how are you bent over like that?
4: <laughs>
0: My name's Popass. Popass the sailor man. People thinks I lives in a caravan. Wrong. It's actually a static home. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about the proper do's and don'ts of arse play protocol. Did you hear that? That's me ass falling off. It's a prosthetic, and it pops off because it don't fit me properly. I holds it on with a tube, but it still slips off anyways. I lost my ass because I kept putting stupid things in it. Mainly rusty tins of unwashed spinach. I used to think it's what made me stronger. Turns out I was coming down with toxic shock. Now let me say this. If you like to put things in your bum bomb, bomb please continue doing so. Anything that shifts the mind's eyes from the impending destruction of the earth is a welcome distraction. However, make sure you only put objects up there so you can get back out. Nothing's sharp. Nothing's with hooks. No cactuses. And don't leave them there for days at a time. When you comes to get them back out you may find them firmly wedged. Or even worse, disappeared. It's gone agains. Where's me oil? Me ass oil. Acts like an adhesive keeping me elastic buttocks attached. Don't end up like me with your ass popping off. One permanently closed eye and having to smoke crack to relieve the pain. Let some fresh air into your rectal passage once in a while. Agh, 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 agh. Russell rambles will go up on an amble Russell Rambles, he fell down in some brambles. Russell Rambles, now he looks a shambles. Russell Rambles, the problem is he gambles. Russell Rambles, he also drinks heavily. Afternoon Ramblers, it's me, Russell Rambles, back once again with the Hill Behaviour. I'm here to show you the beauty of Britain's byways, flyways, troyways, and portalways that exist all around you in nature. But in order to win back some of the audience we lost during the last recent plasma storm, the network are making me team up with other ramblers to edge our bets a bit, as if I ain't enough for you. Well, please welcome to the show fellow forest Furtler. It's only Mr. Eddie Berry, ain't it? Hello, Russell, me old forager. How's Tricks? Not so bad, eh? The lacerations I got off that there wood louse have finally healed over. Glad to wear it. Did you put piss on it like I suggested? I did. I tried badger piss, koala piss, cobalt piss, your piss, my piss. Eventually I found a couple of squirts of old owl piss and did the trick. Owl piss, eh? Is there anything it can't do? Its applications are almost infinite, Eddie.
1: Anyway, are you up for a bit of an old ramble there? I won't be here for any other reason, Russell. The guest appearance rates on the CCB are pretty
0: shocking these days. Glad to hear it. Today we'll be rambling off up that there Hercus Hill. It's a truly astounding experience, and you see something different every time you go. It's worth the annual pilgrimage, let me tell you. Have you been before?
1: I've lived here repeatedly since before the breach. I'm very familiar with the local woods. That's Andy. No, I'm Eddie. Anyway, it's fair to say that I never go anywhere else.
0: Oh, i forgotten all. If you're coming down to Hercusell, be sure to wear a temporal displacement band on your wrist, otherwise the reality pocket will reject you.
1: Ain't that right? Indeed it is. Unless, of course, you were caught within the original blast radius. In which case, it's getting out that's more your problem.
0: Let's get our bearings down then. Down that way, you can see that there village of Lower Blackerton. Folks be going about their lives, farmers till the land with oxen, John I his Model T tearing up the roads. If you listen close, you can hear the disembodied vocal cords of Glen Miller floating across the valley. I'm on Pennsylvania 65000. It's truly a sight to behold. If you can sneak past them there direwolves sniffing around the bottom of the Glen, throw them a couple of trape blankets and they'll usually leave you alone.
1: Of course, you can always go south and explore George's Gorge. It's a bit dark and clammy in there, but definitely worth the effort if you're an adventurous sort.
0: Oi, Eddie, we're ramblers, not
1: cavers. <laughs> Sorry, Russell. I always forget about your fear of the dark.
0: I'm not scared of the
1: dark. I'm just allergic to it. Right, yo. so if you're visiting Herkus Hill, check the date. If you come up on the 18th of July, you might want to top up your hip flask with something a little stronger. That's the anniversary of the Chronotron bomb strike, when the whole place gets wiped off the
0: map. Again. And if you hang around till sundown, you'll see the rift take effect. That's when you'll want to make sure you've topped up your walking cane with either PCP or ketamine. Absolutely.
1: The Northern Lights ain't got shit on the Hercus Hill rift cascade.
0: Truly a sight to behold. Sometimes you can smell the colours. Such
1: an event always tracks a number of, shall we say, undesirables though.
0: Or you'll occasionally get rift goblins, poppin' monkeys and even cyclists coming to take a look at the phenomena. Make sure you bring something pointed to stab them on well sight.
1: I prefer a dagger. If I've misplaced mine, I'll sometimes hit them with a branch from a reverberation tree and watch my enemies vibrate until all their atoms fall apart and disperse
0: on the wind. Always wear your tree-handling gloves, kids. Oh yes.
1: Anyway, what time is it?
0: Don't worry, got plenty of time. So when all's said and done, 364 good days out of the year ain't nothing to be sniffed at. We've all gotta go sometime. Just for most of us it only happens the once.
1: As the old saying goes, temporal causality is a harsh mistress.
0: Wait, I thought you said we had loads of time. I thought we did. Oh, bugger me. I was reading my star chart upside down. You know you're about to be flung out of the rift at high velocity, don't you? That's fine. If I'm facing southwest, I should get home before the 1832 to Crapnel. Alright, you're the expert. Shall we do this again next year? We do this every year. Just that you never remember. Do we?
1: I only met you a few months back.
0: You're trapped in a pocket dimension, remember? It's the only reason I agreed to team up with you for this year episode. You're not exactly a threat to my show since you can't leave.
1: Oh, well, I look forward to meeting you all over again
0: soon. <laughs> Happy trails, folks!
3: da <laughs> Of set five thousand.
1: You have just listened to this, that, and the other. The voices you have just heard are Patrick Heaviside, Adam Lloyd, and Sam Anderson. Written by Adam Lloyd with supporting material from Patrick Heaviside and Sam Anderson. If you like what you have heard, rate and review us on your podcast app. We are ever so needy. You can support the show by following us on Facebook and Twitter at podcast. You can even buy us a coffee at KO-FI slash podcast. Don't make us beg. Until next time, stay slinky.
3: Milkman Pete, Milkman Pete, Milkman Pete and his creamy white teat When everyone is snoozing a Pete's tit is oozing He collects it and he stores it in a vat How does Pete, how does Pete milk so much cream out of his teat? It's not actually lactation He's a medical aberration It's a massive cyst infected in his gland Everybody knows of his sore red nip If he comes down your street Then give him the slip Make sure you always lock up your door Or he'll squeeze his drippings down your maw Milkman Pete, Milkman Pete, Milkman Pete, has bought you a nice treat. He popped his puss-filled titty, pushed out the gung and bitties, and founded the Muller Dairy Farm. Pete is a very relieved man. Pete is a very relieved man.